Welcome to the Connect with County Leaders podcast with your host, Brian Hill, County Executive of Fairfax County, Virginia. Connect with County Leaders gives listeners the opportunity to hear County Executive Hill discussing the county's opportunities, priorities, and issues with leaders from around the county. Hello and welcome to Connect with County Leaders. I'm Brian Hill. On this edition, I'm joined by Dr. Stephen Jones, President and CEO of Inova Health Systems, the region's leading nonprofit healthcare provider. Dr. Jones is also a board-certified practicing urological surgeon and a professor of urology at the University of Virginia. Dr. Jones, welcome to Connect with County Leaders. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Pleased to be here with you, Brian. Well, we, we finally got over the intro. Uh, there's a couple things in the intro that I'm not going to mention. Please. <laughs> but, but we finally got uh, over it. But I want to go and ask you a question if this date is in your forefront in your, of your mind. April 9th, 2018. April 9th, yes, indeed. You know that date? I just started here at Inova. And I think I called you maybe a day or two after you started just to wish you Godspeed. Now we fast forward to April 20 of 2020, COVID. Tell me what Inova has done with COVID and what your thoughts are and what were you thinking as we went into that pandemic because we didn't know what we were getting into. Indeed, it was uh, uncharted territory. And, yeah. and so I, I tease, you know, they told me that the first two years of being CEO is really hard and then you get to relax. And of course, that's about the time that, that COVID hit. So quite the contrary. And you and I, of course, had so many conversations during those early and really throughout the, the pandemic because we were both dealing with a lot <laughs> of the, the, the same issues. Uh, and certainly as the pandemic started coming towards us, we didn't know what to expect, but we knew how to prepare. And I'm fortunate to work for a whole bunch of people who are preparers. And so from stocking up to figuring out our protocols and uh, the research, some of which, by the way, the county has been generous in supporting, not on the specific COVID research, but uh, some of the research allowed us to provide arguably and I think measurably some of the best outcomes in the protection of our patients from COVID, whether it be protecting ourselves or treating the disease, including the most severe. Yeah. And I I have to say to everybody that's listening and or watching, you were absolutely fantastic responding to the county because the county, obviously, when it came to public health, we do have a public health department, but we really relied on you and how you move forward is how we move forward collectively together. So my thank you is to you and to your team because we really needed that guidance and that support. So you're here April 9th, 2018, and you came from Cleveland. Mm -hmm. When you see ANOVA in 2018, I like for you to describe the organization you walked into, and now we are sitting here in June of 2023. If you can give me an overview of the organization that it is today, so we're gonna go when you first came, because we've had conversations at mm-hmm. dinner about what you were dealing with, mm-hmm. and then wait a minute, you owe me dinner. Oh man, we gotta go. I, count, I know where we're gonna go. Count on it, okay? Okay, I know where we're gonna all go. Right. I'm gonna make sure that we set this up because I think it's your turn. So this is all about me. This is why I got getting you to dinner. Okay, I, yeah, I want to put it on camera. And on video that you owe dinner. This was the, well done, Brian. Thank you so much, sir. That's what a county executive does. You had an you had a question for me, though. <laughs> I did. I did. I know what stake you're going to take, too. So. But, again, 2018, you came to uh, Fairfax County, uh, and we, we were really 
uh, we're here to support you. But now we're in 2023. The changes that you've had to make since 2018. So give me an overview of 2018, and then we go into 2023 and what we've done. You know, the, the really the big change is that Nova was set up for success. And the reason I came here from Cleveland Clinic was I saw a path to success. And, and that was in being in a great community and having an organization that was providing incredible care. And, and I saw that beforehand, and I get to take zero credit for that. <laughs> that, that on an episode, episodic level, we were performing on all cylinders. What we hadn't done is become a system. And I saw that as being the, the big key to success in healthcare for the future is becoming a system, not unlike a government, of course. And so we indeed, uh, we moved to a service line construct. So as opposed to being organized by place, we moved to service lines based on the needs of our patients. We moved to triad leadership, where as opposed to one person have all the answers, we have a position and a nurse and an administrator across our major business units that have the... Um, different expertise, but equal voices to get better answers. And so when COVID hit, we had two directions to go. We were starting to become that system. We could have either gone back to our place of comfort or we could have gotten pushed forward. And what we did is got pushed forward and truly became a system. In those early days of COVID, sometimes we had hard decisions that had to be made as a system, but we proved to ourselves that the strength of the system is how we did that. A great example would have been uh, we were fortunate to get one of the very first doses of remdesivir, one of the early treatments for COVID. Uh, Inova Fairfax, one of the large hospital in the nation's capital, not hard to figure out. We were going to get some of the first. But I'm proud of the fact that 24 hours later, I was standing in Inova Mount Vernon Hospital where the first dose was being administered to a gentleman in Inova Mount Vernon Hospital um, because as a system, those weren't doses just for Fairfax. Those were doses for the entirety of the system. And, and that was just one of many ways that we proved what we did. So now we are really truly functioning as one system and assured that, that regardless of where you go anywhere in the system, that you'll have this access to the same equitable and high quality care. Now, when you say system, we have a multitude of hospitals. Could you tell us what hospitals that we have? And when you say system, Basically, give me a quick overview of what you're considering a system because you have primary care, you have hospitals, you have a lot of things going on. And so why don't you just give the audience a little overview of what Inova looks like? Yeah, so we've got five hospitals here, you know, and um, uh, three of which are in Fair, uh, Fairfax County. All right, don't talk about anybody else. <laughs> no, no, I'm teasing, I'm teasing. <laughs> <laughs> and two very decent ones in other jurisdictions. Well, Loudoun Fair County's one. Yes, indeed. And Alexander is another. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and they're, they're friends. Right. Um, and just so you know, um, the... Uh, County Administrator from Loudoun County will be on going forward, as well as a city manager of Alexandria City. So I'm, I'm, you're, I'm, you're playing well in the sandbox. I'm I trying like to it. do well. I learned that from you. <laughs> I did. COVID was a really a good teaching moment that you have taught us a lot of good things. So I'm sorry to interrupt. Well, back to the system part. You know, uh, my ideal situation will be that any door you walk in that has a Nova over it or on it. You'll get access to the, the all the assets of the system, uh, and sometimes that's of course critical care in a hospital. Sometimes it's primary care or, or a walk-in clinic. So want to make sure that you have access, regardless of who you are, anywhere within that system, including if you're not in Fairfax County. Um, one thing you said there that, that I think that kind of struck me, you know, we all knew each other before that. You knew your counterparts in other areas. You and I had gotten to know each other intentionally, and we didn't know it was because we were about to have. Uh, you know, my gosh, what all what all we face, not just the COVID crisis, social crises, financial crises, you name these things. But the fact that we could pick up the phone and call. And I remember walk, driving from our vaccination center, which vaccinated 611,000 people. I, I just looked mm -hmm. up uh, recently, 611,000 vaccinations were given. 
I remember driving out of there, getting on in my car. I probably should have dialed before I got on the phone. I hope, I hope there's no law enforcement listening to this. But you and I talked as I was driving out of there because we were both trying to figure out something on how we get assured that all the, the, the citizens of all our jurisdictions, including Fairfax County, were yeah. vaccinated. The fact we knew each other and could, could um, solve some hard problems, I think, is really a, a part of what the key to success was. Well, I appreciate you saying that because we did have a lot of communications during that time. I, I, I distinctly remember when the Tyson Center opened up and how we were going to get the doses to the Tyson Center. And the state Commonwealth was only giving us a certain amount of doses. And I'm sitting there explaining to you, I can vaccinate all of Northern Virginia, if they just give me the doses, right. but they think they gave them out to s- specific areas. And you and I were going back and forth of who should have gotten them first. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did understand that you needed them in healthcare because you're treating, mm-hmm. but yet I had an aging population that needed them as well. And then we had the systems failures that, that, I, that I experienced, and I remember January 20th like it was yesterday of 2000. 20, mm-hmm. um, 2021, excuse me, mm-hmm. uh, when our system actually went down and I had to then do cloud computing to get our systems back up. So we did have a lot of communication. And I, again, I, I just want to say thank you for your openness and willing to take my call. Well, when you look at INOVA as a system, you said five major hospitals, but you have some expansion plans as well. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your expansion plans? Well, there's there's some small and some large, yes, you know. So, for example, over the last you know, couple of weeks, we've had significant new programs open at Inova Mount Vernon Hospital, uh, which is right there, of course, by you know your your own uh, position there in, in uh, Mount Vernon. Inova mm-hmm. uh, Alexandria Hospital, despite being a leapfrog a hospital delivering incredible care, is a terrible building. I mean, I, I'm not sure I should say that on air. It's a terrible building. Okay, I say that intentionally. It's a terrible building where incredible care is being delivered. I'd have let anyone in my family be, be treated there because I know and I see and I measure the, the quality of the care that's, that's going on there. But the building, we can do better. And so um, when I first came to Inova, I was told you're going to have to replace that. And I spent a better part of two years trying to find a way <clears throat> to replace it on site. That to me was the natural. And there's just not physically a way to do that on that site. We were pretty committed to trying to have that care in the jurisdiction of Alexandria and there wasn't a site big enough to have all of that. So we actually had to um, replace or we're having to replace that hospital on two sites. So most will go to the former Landmark Mall in Alexandria and the rest will go to Springfield, which is where we Springfield Fran- Franconia, which is w- where we now have a very large family health center. But 3000 patients get transferred out of that emergency department, mostly to a Nova Fairfax hospital. We can keep those patients there in their own community. And by the way, then not have to build more at Fairfax Hospital because it's coming out of the seams. Well, that's that's awesome. But, you know, when I look at uh, health equity as our largest private sector employer, I know you're proud that Inova Workforce is reflective of our community. I appreciate your support for working with us with the one Fairfax policy without even knowing that you're doing it. And I, I, I do appreciate it. And that's a, that to me is the, is, is, is the antithesis of a great leader. Just want to tell everybody that. And I know you and your team are committed to reflecting uh, those principles for both your, your patients and uh, their care providers. Conversations around inclusion and the belonging are tricky. How have you been able to foster the concepts within your workforce? Yeah, I think so one is, uh, diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging are all individual uh, pieces, and I think that all, all four of them are important. 
And health equity for us means delivery of equitable health care, meaning that regardless of who you are, your opportunity for outcomes will be the same as mm-hmm. the most advantaged a- among us. And so, but, but we think that the integration of those together is really important for us as a healthcare provider mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we know that people, if uh, especially members of our black community, get better outcomes when they are treated by black physicians. Now, we can't have a universality of that. And we certainly, can't. I don't think we want individual picking, but the ability for us to have a, a, um, a diverse workforce that is committed to delivering equitable health care, that, that to me is the real goal of that. And it obviously, as you said, aligns directly with what the county leadership is doing. And we see it as not only a uh, an imperative, but also our opportunity to really stand out. Because if we can get that completely nailed down, and no one's got it completely nailed down, if we can get that completely nailed down and assure that we can provide equitable, highest level care, not one or the other, then that really establishes us as the best. And I and I, I agree with you, and I thank you for that. I, I but I also understand that I know as a member of the Healthcare Anchor Network, our partners in the county's public health ecosystem, we, as partners, um, we each are setting conditions in which people can be healthy. What opportunities do you see that I have or you have that we can leverage our collective assets to achieve health equity? I mean, we're doing it, but what things can we do together to get us there, to get us there closer? Because as you know. We're doing this countywide strategic plan. Public health and equity is key to me, as as you just articulated it to you as well. But what right. can we do together? I think the more it starts at the top, the fact that that you and I, the fact that our boards both mm-hmm. respect each other, I think is is key. That we set those expectations, and that we find all the opportunities to leverage the joint assets. And in a, in a place where, and this is a little bit in a slight different direction, but a place that I think you should be particularly proud of, you know, working with. Uh, you know, the squads with the, the first responders, you know, with the uh, Fairfax County Police. In so many of the things that we do together, we find that indeed our teams start actually f- functioning as teams. We, uh, you know, let's face it, in healthcare, as in all of community, by the way, but in healthcare, um, it's a tense environment. Yeah. And workplace violence is at, uh, you know, really epic, unimaginable levels. And the fact that we can work with those folks to assure the safety of not only our team members, but of our patients, which are your citizens, you know, that to me is a, is a good example of that. The more that we can indeed get alignment of the, the CSB with our behavioral health uh, teams, the more we get alignment with the health department, with our various uh, outreach efforts, including our community um, outreach programs, the more that indeed we meet all the needs. Because there's no way the county can meet everybody's need. There's I, no way yeah, we can. Yeah. We do it together. And one thing we are doing together is a crisis intervention center that we're really working towards. Yeah. Because if we can free up bed space for you, it allows Fairfax to be in a better position. Because I do not like when you call and say, Brian, emergency room is closed. And I said, excuse me? <laughs> you did, you did now, that twice to me, sir. <laughs> uh, there, there's a little bit of a phrasing here. We, we went on emergency status twice um, because we were indeed, we, yeah. we were had patients, um, more patients than we could realistically uh, uh, think we could take care of. So, yes, I, I remember those calls were not fun calls. But at least I gave you a heads up. You didn't have to read in the post or anything like that. No, I did not. But indeed, um, the ability to to have those calls and to solve it and to, for your example, you, you take the crisis center and to get the patients in, the, in not only alternative care, better care, better care. Now we actually have a win. Right. Well, I want to talk about a win. Um, you had a major recent 
um, donation from Dwight Martha Shar. Um, how will this gift help you further advance what is already one of the leading heart and vascular programs in the county in the, and in the country? Yeah, I think we see a great example of the power of philanthropy and not for, not for profit healthcare uh, because uh, you know we can't meet all the opportunities we see out there. We could solve so many problems if we just had adequate funding for it. And healthcare, you know, the capital is expensive. It, it's it, hospitals are not like putting up a, a, a strip mall. And so when we see what happened with uh, Dwight and Martha supporting cancer, that they had the original gift, which allowed us to establish a cancer center. But we had follow-up gifts from Gary and Tina Mather and from Paul and Linda Seville to start programs that are unlike any in the country. And that's easy to say, but, you know, literally, truly, nobody else has a couple of these things that we've got. So the ability to now be able to do that in heart care allows us to not only fund some of those things that we wouldn't do otherwise, but also to hopefully have others involved who will help to see I want that in my community because let's face it, Brian. We we live in a special community. I mean, I think we it's do. a really great place. When I when I when I was recruited to come here, if this had been a terrible place to come, I don't care how good the job would have been, would not have done it. Yeah. We live in an incredible community, and we know that the members of our communities want the best and the the special here in our community. You know, when I uh, came to the groundbreaking in the Shar. Uh, Cancer Institute, um, Senator Patrick Leahy came over and tapped me on my shoulder and said, young man, I want to talk to you. And I looked at him for a minute and I said, okay, that's Senator Leahy. He lives in McLean. And his wife came over and said, we like what you're doing and we are so happy that you're here at this event. And I said, you should be happy that Stephen Jones is the one that made me sorry, invited me to the event, but he also called me and said, I need you here. And that's the connection that many of us don't understand. Um, it's not always fun. It's not always friendly in the fact that we're trying to get through things. But the one thing I will say to you has always been fear. And anytime we see each other, it's always with a smile on our face, whether we agree or disagree in the closed office, mm -hmm. we walk out, we're, we're in a good place. Mm -hmm. um, I remember conversations with the University of Virginia those were not easy conversations we had with, uh, with uh, President Ryan, but I think we're progressing along forward. But it's all about your leadership and what you're bringing to our community. So that's a great thing for not only Fairfax County, but all of the residents of Fairfax County. County support for INOVA research. Uh, tell us a little bit about the research collaboration the county has been supporting with INOVA for the past decade, focusing on mental, uh, maternal health and uh, child child care and development because I think you have a lot of opportunities that you've been doing with that as well. We do. Well, for first, I want to go back and, and thank you. Very kind kind words and, and uh, I think heartfelt because indeed we've worked through hard things <laughs> and we haven't been afraid of of, uh, of tackling hard things. I think that, that's why our county has been so fortunate and to, to share that leadership. I, I'm truly humbled by <clears throat> regarding the work that we're doing there with, with women and children, uh, indeed, the, I admire the fact that county leaders recognized, I don't know, it's like a decade ago, well before I got here, to support that research actually helps our women and children. And we know that maternal uh, mortality is, you know, uh, an unimaginable catastrophe, and, and it's fortunately now becoming vanishingly rare, but it you know, one is way too many. And so supporting that research allows not only us to provide better care for, for women, mm -hmm to track these children long term and I think it's been visionary to have that support and we appreciate the fact that the county has been there for us in that way in, in such a long time and I hope what you see out of that 
is improved outcome and improved commitment. We've actually talked to some of your staff who had children in the hospital just recently. I'm proud to know that we're here to take care of those children right here where they live. Well, thank you for that. Um, now I got a tricky question for you. Oh. Yes, this is not, I wouldn't say it's off script, but it's kind of, I think you're going to nail this one. Just <laughs> just me personally, I just, I just know how you are. Uh, let's talk about a person now. Uh, Supervisor Penny Gross is retiring, and she has been on a, an overboard in some form or fashion for 28 years. So I know her retirement is as much a loss to Inova as it is to Fairfax County. What has been your experience working with Penelope Gross? Mm. I'm not going to go there. I, I got something later for you. <laughs> well, well, I, I think you refer to Penny Gross that I know and, and have the deepest admiration for. Uh, indeed, Supervisor Gross has been a part of this community for you know so long and has done so many things at a county level and an OVA level. And the fact that, you know, when I came in and she was a member of the board, I met her early and she put high expectations on me and supported me in that. You remember she invited me to meet with the supervisors yeah. pretty early in the tenure. Yeah. And I got asked some hard questions. And, and uh, uh, but the fact that we have community leaders like Supervisor Gross who commit their life, commit their time. And I don't mean a little bit of time. You know, if I and I'm sure you've done the same. If I call Penny at 10 o'clock at night and say, I've got some significant issue I need your advice on, she would give me all evening if needed to make sure that her community got what it needed, her patients, your citizens got what they needed. Uh, and so that type of leadership, um, it comes along rarely. And I'm, I'm deeply disappointed that, that indeed she's going to retire, but Lord knows she's earned it. Uh, and I'm going to be the one, uh, or maybe number two, cheering her on in that. No, uh, Supervisor Gross means a, a lot to me. Obviously, she was a person who was leading the hiring uh, for myself, and she also was leading the hiring for you. Um, and we came within three months of each mm -hmm. other. Um, her, her, her servant leadership has been absolutely impeccable. About 28 years of being a public servant is not only difficult, but it's also at times it can bring you down. And I've never seen her down. Uh, the times I have seen her down, sorry, the times I have seen her down, uh, that's probably something I did wrong. Right? You know what I mean, Steve? You know how she, she It's never come to me at least. Hey, so. you know how she pulls out the red marker on you? <laughs> I mean, she's done that a couple of times to me or she's you know, a little hand on the shoulder. Uh, does she call you young man? She she did and she actually hit me in the back of the head one time, but it's okay. I, I still love her for that. I still love her for that. But sir, um this has been an absolute pleasure. In closing, is there anything you would like to say uh, to the audience before we close. I appreciate the, the, the leadership that the county has, you know, from, from the, the, the supervisors who are committed and they, and they ask hard questions. But, you know, we take even for example of, you know, we, when we opened the um, behavioral health unit at Anova Mount Vernon Hospital, on budget day, a really busy day here, and I know it was a big deal for, for, for Chairman McKay to, to let someone be there. But Supervisor Stork was right there because in his community, he knew that it was going to make a difference here. So that's the, the connection between yeah. uh, Inova and, and the community. And we're proud to be uh, an anchor institution in Fairfax, proud to be your partner in a lot of these things. I really thank you for being our partnership has been impeccable. And, and ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is our edition of Connect with County Leaders podcast featuring Dr. J. 
Stephen Jones, president and CEO of Inova Health Systems. I'd just like to say thank you for allowing me this opportunity to speak with you. And if anybody wants to know what the J is, just email or text me. I will let you know. So everybody, <laughs> please, please enjoy this podcast with my buddy, my friend, Dr. Jones. Thank you all for listening. And again, I hope to have you here again soon, sir. Thank Thanks you. so much. It's my pleasure. This has been the Connect with County Leaders podcast with Fairfax County Executive Brian Hill. To listen to other great Fairfax County podcasts, visit fairfaxcounty.gov podcasts. And for additional audio content, tune in to Fairfax County Government Radio at fairfaxcounty.gov radio. For more Fairfax County news and information, visit News Center online at fairfaxcounty.gov news. The Connect with County Leaders podcast is produced by the Fairfax County, Virginia government.